Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Representative Manley Barton with us, and we've talked in the first segment about how, for the most part, he was doing everything you were supposed to do, wearing a mask, practicing social distancing. But as Lee Bond pointed out on the show before from Singer River, uh, the, the administrator there, Singer River Hospital, and then Kent Nico has discussed, and Dr. A- uh, Nicholas Conger has discussed, and Dr. Dobbs has discussed, that as is normally the case, people have a tendency to drop their guard around people they're most familiar with, like their families, for example, or you know their friends, and uh, and and as a as a general rule, that's how it spread the most. So you know, dropping your guard in familiar surroundings does does not assure that you're going to stay safe. And in his case, that's exactly what happened. He did not stay safe. So when we left the conversation. Um, he had, he had done okay for about a week and then things started going south. He ended up, uh, going to the hospital. They met him in the parking lot. They escorted him in. His wife was not with him and he's in a wheelchair. And, uh, so pick it up from there. What, what, tell us the rest of the story. Well, you know, they took me through, they did some x-rays, they did a number of things. And then eventually that night at some point after a couple of hours, I eventually ended up in a room. Um, and then they put me on oxygen and uh, the doctors finally came in and kind of told me, um, that, uh, you know, I had, I had pneumonia, I had the COVID pneumonia in both lungs and that, uh, <clears throat> kind of went through, a um, uh, a, a litany of, of, um, treatments they were going to put me on and medication they were going to put me on and so forth. And so for a day or two. Um, I was in, um, I guess it's, I don't know that it was ICU, but it was, it was certainly isolation. It was in a room that was either pre- pressurized or negative pressure or something. Um, uh, and I was on oxygen and so forth. And then after about two or three days, uh, and I remember it very well, uh, the doctor came in late that day, <clears throat> I happened to know the doctor, but he, um, and I've used the word somber. He, you know, he didn't, he didn't try to. Uh, sugar-coated, I guess, you know, he said, look, you're, you know, you're making some progress, but you're not making the progress we feel like you need to make. The pneumonia's not getting any better, and and I felt horrible, I'll just be honest with you. I mean, it really felt bad. And so they moved me at that point, put me in another room with uh, with a higher volume of oxygen. They put me on the mask, the BPAP, or whatever they call it, and I was there for several days. And in and, and all honesty, that little time period there I don't really have um, a lot of um, memory of it, it just, that little time in there they they had medicated me he told me that they were going to do that and um, and so I don't have much recollection of two or three days in there uh, but then uh, you know I, I apparently I responded to that treatment and so after about three or four days then they moved me out of that ICU room back into a different ICU room um, that wasn't, it was still on oxygen, still negative pressure type thing. And then I was there for another three or four days. And so, um, uh, uh, but there is several days in there where I just 
really don't have much of a recollection of uh, just because of the medication I was on. And uh, and I think when they have you on that mask, there's a concern that you get anxiety and you have to sleep on your stomach and so forth. And so they they give you some uh, apparently some heavy medication. <laughs> To uh, so I I don't really don't remember much about that little time period in there, and of course when you're isolated, you, you know you you see people two or three three or four times a day. Nurses come in, uh, but they tend to only come in a few times a day. Uh, they don't want to break that seal, and and so once they do that, they tend to want to do everything they're going to do in this little time period while they've got it open. So they come in, they do all the medications, they change all your IVs and all this stuff, and then they leave and you don't see anybody for a while. Mm-hmm. And so um, so you're kind of in isolation. And, you know, I, I, I told somebody, I, I said, I can, I can, I can, uh, I can uh, understand, you know, people being depressed. I mean, you know, because after, you know, your total isolation, you don't talk to anybody, you hadn't talked to family in a while. Um, you couldn't, my, my knew my wife was dealing with her mother all at the same time. And, uh, I didn't know what her situation was and I hadn't talked to my wife. And so that was a, that was a tough, that was a real tough time in there. And, and, uh, um, and, and it made it, it, it just the isolation made it even, made it even worse, I guess, is one way of putting it. But, uh, but it was touch and go. I, 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 I look back on that and. And it was um, uh, it was it was scary. I'll be honest. It was scary. You just didn't know you didn't know what was going to happen. Well, one thing is for sure. During that time, boy, there was a lot of people supporting you, a lot of people praying for you, and you have a lot of friends in the legislature, and they were they were rallying the praying troops across the state uh, for you. And <coughs> I'm sure you you felt that. I did, and and uh, it was humbling uh, when I when I finally was able to to kind of see some of the comments on Facebook and different social media. Um, it was it was very humbling that that um, that that people reached out the way they did. So what is the uh, so how long have you been out of the hospital hospital now? Okay, I came I came I came home from the hospital on July the twenty sixth. Uh, went in on the um, on the twelfth, so I was in ICU for fourteen days, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I tell you, the day I came home, I had um, I, I didn't I mean I had really not other than in my little room there they put me in the last day or two, I'd walked around in that room some. I knew I was weak, but I really didn't realize how weak I was until they allowed me to come home. I was. Uh, uh, I had I lost almost about 33, 34 pounds, and I'm not a big guy to begin with. But uh, uh, I had had a physical back in December. I wasn't weighed 189, and uh, same doctor went back to to get my follow up visit right after I got out of the hospital, and I weighed 155. So uh, I told him I hadn't weighed 155 since I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So it's been over. Well, I guess a, a, almost a month now. So. Yeah. So what are the lingering effects? I notice you're still on oxygen. You're still coughing. So what's the lingering <laughs> impact? Well, that's the main thing. Um, I've, I've got to, my, my appetite's back. Uh, I can eat pretty much anything I want. Um, that doesn't seem to bother me. My, my tastes are not exactly where they need to be. Some things taste fine. Some t- things taste normal. But a lot of things don't. They just taste a little different. And so my taste, and I had not noticed that 
when I was in the hospital, but maybe it was the hospital food. I just don't know. But <laughs> I wouldn't want Lee to hear that, but <laughs> actually the hospital food really was not bad. Um, but, um, but it, it, you know, that's the main thing is this cough. But now the cough is, is getting better. It's getting better yeah. every day. I, I couldn't have had this conversation with you a week ago. Yeah. Uh, I was coughing so bad. So it is getting better. Uh, the oxygen is really for my lungs. It's treatment for my lungs and help clear that up. Uh, I can actually go without the oxygen for a little while. Uh, they asked me not to uh, because the oxygen does help my lungs and it helps clear my lungs. And that's that's the reason I'm really on it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I take uh, I've got a little exercise routine I'm doing every day now. Pretty, pretty minor exercises. Uh, but, uh, but just getting up, walking, not sitting all day. Uh, I told somebody the other day, I, I, uh, I think it was day before yesterday. I made, uh, I walked to the mailbox three times, just about a little over 200 feet out my garage to the mailbox. So I, I walked down to the mailbox and I came back. I'd been doing that once a day. And I said, you know, I, I think I can do that again. So I walked back down. I ended up walking to the mailbox three times so uh and so i've been doing it three times a day now uh for the last few days so it's getting better and 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 like say when i first came home from the hospital uh i had to have help somebody just helping me get out of the car and get in the house uh so my energy level's coming back but it's just going to take some time Mainly, you mentioned Lee, you, Lee Bond, and I did a second ago, the administrator for Singer River Hospital. Man, we are lucky to have that guy in this moment, aren't we? I think so. Uh, I, I can't say enough good things about Singing River. They, uh, they took care of me, and the doctors, and uh, uh, they, were, uh, they were just great. They were great. They communicated. Of course, I didn't know this at the time. But they were communicating with my wife at the same time. So she was getting some some updates and so forth. Um, interestingly, I have a daughter that, that works at Singing River. <coughs> and so about a week in, I, I was still in the room where they had the BFAP. I was fixing to come out of that room. And uh, uh, my daughter came in to visit me. She was the first person I'd seen family. And, um, and she found my cell phone, which was in my... Uh, stuff and um, and and call my wife and and so I got to FaceTime with my wife that night and that was the first time I'd even seen her talk to her uh, since that had all started so that was that was actually kind of emotional I'll be honest with you I bet it was I bet it was so mainly we're coming to the end of this segment but when we come back I want to focus for just a few minutes on your service in Vietnam um, your you know your your injury there and uh, you know you had a, you had a baby daughter while you were in Vietnam, um, and then your service in, in the Jackson County Board of Supervisors before you you know came to the Mississippi Legislature. But this is Manly Barton. We're all so thankful that he's alive and well and able to visit with us today and and recovering from his COVID nineteen experience. And uh, we'll be back after this break. Talk Mississippi Media Production.